What is up, everyone? My name is Trista Payne, and welcome back to Messy and Kind, where you get a glimpse into my life and where we get into the nitty gritty of what is in the real world. So today we are going to be talking about phobias, more specifically the one that I resonate with the most, thalassophobia. Now, I know you may be thinking, what the heck is thalassophobia? I've never heard of that before. What are you talking about? Makes no sense. Well, I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Thalassophobia is a type of specific phobia that involves a persistent and intense fear of deep bodies of water such as oceans and lakes. And I know this may sound like the fear of water, which is aquaphobia, but this is actually very different and here's why. Aquaphobia involves a fear of water itself, so literally just think about drinking water that you can buy from your local grocery store. But thalassophobia centers on bodies of water that seem vast, dark, deep, extremely dangerous, whatever you could possibly think of to describe the ocean. Um, People are not afraid of the water so much as they are afraid of what creepy fish or whatever could possibly be lurking beneath its surface. Um, While thalassophobia is not recognized as a distinct disorder by the DSM-5, or otherwise known as a Diagnostic Manual of Distinct Disorders, used by psychiatrists and other mental health professionals, its symptoms may fall under the criteria for specific phobias. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, phobias are the most common type of mental illness in the United States. While specific phobias themselves are pretty common among the general population, it's unknown how many people actually have thalassophobia. All I know is that I very much so have it and it's probably one of my biggest fears. Specific phobias tend to be one of the five different types, such as animal type, blood injection type, natural environment type, and situational type. Considering thalassophobia is the fear of large bodies of water or the ocean, it's obvious that it's considered a natural environment type of phobia. Natural environment fears tend to be one of the more frequently experienced types of phobias, with some studies suggesting that water-related phobias tend to be more common among women. And obviously that's true because I am a female and I am a walking example of what the lassophobia is and how it affects people. So next I'm going to be interviewing one of my good friends, Sammy, and she's going to be talking a little bit about the lassophobia and how it could possibly relate to fear. Okay, so just go ahead and talk a little bit about yourself and all that fun stuff. Okay, um, I'm Sammy. I'm 19 years old. I'm from Orange County, and um, I'm a 19-year-old college student, and I'm studying for psychology. All right, cool. So I'm just going to get into the questions. Um, So the first question I have is, what is your knowledge on the ocean and how it could possibly relate to fear? To fear? Well, for me personally, I just get a little afraid when you can't, there's a lack of control once you hit a certain depth and I think that's like where the biggest fear of like water comes from for me personally okay cool um and what do you think causes people to fear the ocean I think it's also just the lack of control like once you are swept out there you're just swept out and you're just left to nature to take its course Okay, um, where do you think fears like thalassophobia or megalophobia, which is the fear of large objects, which I know is kind of random, but where do you think they stem from? It'll probably 
come from something in the childhood that was traumatic or just a fear of vulnerability? Um, have you ever had to do with a fear like the lassophobia in the past? And if so, can you describe the feelings it brought you and how it affected your life? Well, I think one time, one time in like sixth grade, I was actually stuck out in the ocean because I swam too far. And there was like an undertow and there was no way to really get back. So just the, the fear of not being able to get back to land where it's stable was just super overwhelming and obviously I don't swim out that far anymore. Cool. Um, do you think it could also be from, um, not necessarily the fear of, um, like letting nature take its course, or do you think it can stem from the idea that you don't know what's in the water and you don't, um, like you don't know what like creepy fish, like that angler fish that was found in (laughs) Newport beach, um, just like on the shore. It's super unknown. There's not enough that's been explored and just, there's also an inability to see what's under you and, like, what's around you and in your environment. And what feelings do you think that brought on? Like, anxiety, like, panic attacks? What, like, what did it bring for you personally and what do you think it could bring to other people? It brought anxiety and, an, and like, an overwhelming fear, like, something is going to happen and, like, I can't, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do about it. But it is going to happen, for, like, without a doubt. Cool. Um, what would you say to someone who has this fear and is trying to overcome it so that, let's say, like, your friends want to go to the beach and you can actually enjoy it without, you know, having a panic attack in the water? I would say take baby steps to get yourself comfortable into, like, slowly being okay with getting a little further and further out and maybe having boundaries of I'm not going to go farther than my knees or my ankles or I'm not going to go where I can't feel the floor. You know what I mean? Perfect. Um... For someone with thalassophobia, like myself, um, I find it hard to find ways to cope with the fear. Um, What ways do you think would be beneficial to help someone cope with the anxiety brought upon by the fear? Just looking at the more beautiful side of what could be found in the water. For example, like a really pretty shell or a pretty rock. Um, Even seeing like a really pretty wave just form right in front of you or something like that. You know what I mean? Cool. Um, and is there anything else you would like to share with me? This has been a fun interview. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. So let's talk about a possible situation in which thalassophobia comes to the forefront. Um, let's say on a warm summer day, this girl and her friends decided, hey, let's go to the beach. So they packed up all their beach gear, like sunscreen, towels, you know, the bare necessities. And they get in the car and they head to the beach, super, super excited to finally get out of the house as summer begins. They arrive at the beach, find a spot relatively close to the water, unpack their stuff, (laughs) and start to relax. Um, They sit there and they tan for a while, then realize it's getting a little too hot, so they all get up and start heading to the water. They get to the water and they immediately decide, I'm gonna go in. They never really went out too far, but it was so hot that they thought it was a good idea to do that today. Um, They all go out into the ocean to where the waves are just barely forming, and if you know that, it's pretty far out. And one girl was a little iffy about it all. Um, Let's call her Barb. Okay, so Barb stays a little bit behind and is extremely hesitant on getting out there. Her friends are already so far out and are yelling at her from the ocean, trying to encourage her to get in. Um, while still hesitant, she bosses up and is just like, I'm gonna go for it. Um, she's swimming out there as fast as she can to avoid waves breaking on top of her, and she reaches her friends and she seems perfectly fine. 
they're talking, relaxing, and just messing around, doing what teenage girls usually do. Um, about five minutes pass, and Barb looks down to see nothing but a shadow of her feet dangling below her. Um, her heart starts beating extremely fast, and she starts to panic. Um, she's yelling, she's screaming, and saying she wants to go back to the shore. All she can think about in this moment is that she's going to drown, or there are creepy sea creatures below, ready to eat her alive. Um, her friends don't think much of it, basically telling her to chill out and that she would be fine. Um, she begins to turn pale and sweat profusely while still screaming and crying. Um, her friends realize, okay, it's not really funny anymore, and they decide to go back to the shore, and one of her friends is basically dragging her along because she's frozen in place. Um, they finally get back to the shore, and Barb just sits there, and she's sobbing, rocking back and forth, just in full-blown panic mode. Um, her friends start to console her, and they head back to their towel, just to chill for the rest of their visit. Um, a few hours go by, and they head back to their respective homes, and Barb reflects on what she felt and why it happened. Um, she then comes along the term thalassophobia. She read an article about it and immediately knew that she had this intense phobia. Now, none of this is something to joke about. It's it's genuinely a really scary thing, and um, with this hypothetical story or, you know, whatever you want to call it, it definitely shows that, you know, thalassophobia is no joke, and it's something pretty scary. In all, thalassophobia really is no joke, and phobias in general are no joke. Um, if something scares you to the point where you get the shakes and you cry and you're overwhelmed with bouts of anxiety, please contact a psychiatric professional and see what they can help you do to cope with your phobias. Um, as always, stay safe, stay rad, and never take life for granted. Peace out, guys.